Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Jay, Aaron and Big Tasty Ben Jackson. Hello! It's 2021. It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. You know what that means. Welcome to another episode of the AEW Review for the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Big Tasty, Ben Jackson, and Aaron, the Statman Statcliffe. How are we, fellas? Uh, yeah, not bad. Um, I'm drinking some lovely, delicious squash, and I've got a problem with it. What's that? Oh. It's, uh, it's too sweet. <laughs> um, I like it. So, how are you, Aaron, mate? You're right. When you when you stop laughing, I think I've killed him. Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry, the the dad joke got me. It got me. <laughs> Seven days into 2021, and Big Tasty's already killed Aaron. Um, what was the question? Yeah. Sorry. How are you? <laughs> That's how you were, mate. Oh, um, delightful! As, as if like, our listeners don't, as if our listeners don't know that we fucking record NXT and AEW back to back usually. <laughs> no, not at the all. new listeners. I was keeping yeah. kayfabe, but now I've just killed it again. Uh, that's, Killing that's it. the that, business. That seven days into the new year, and we've already done the curtain call. Fuck's <laughs> sake! Which um, one of yeah. us gets the punishment? <laughs> so, um, Roy, maybe I don't know. He's who's who's, who's the X Pac of the group. I'd say Aaron, Aaron, actually. Yeah. Definitely Aaron. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so AW New Year's Smash Night 1. Um, what do we think, fellas? It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it was as stacked as Fighter Fest was or Fight for the Fallen, but we still got mm. a legit pay-per-view quality match out of it. So, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. For the for the most part of the show, to be honest, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Uh, no, I really, I really but, enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad show. I'm not saying it was an enjoyable show. It just didn't have like the big mic, the, the big night feel like the other ones had. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It felt kind of like it felt more like a beefed up dynamite than like a slimmed down pay per view. If that makes sense. Yeah, okay. yeah, that, that's that's a good way of putting it. That's that's kind of how I felt. Like a, I'm not saying it was a bad show. I just felt I was a little bit underwhelmed by. By it because they'd been hyping it up and then it was a bit. <sighs> but obviously, all of the ingredients, given, all of the things I like were, were here and they were all present and correct. So you know, I had, I had a great time. Yeah, yeah, and main event again. NXT and AEW both have match of the year contenders on their shows this week. Um, yeah, and we're all, we're only seven days into the year, <laughs> and we've had Wrestle Kingdom as well. Well, that's what happens. Um, it's it's Wrestle Kingdom. We get it. you've, you've got to um, you've got to game Wrestle Kingdom, we? otherwise no one notices you. Hmm? You've got to up your game on the rest of the kingdom, don't we? Yeah. So that's it. That's it. Phoenix and um, Kenny were bringing, trying to bring the Tokyo Dome all the way to Florida. Yeah, they weren't fucking around. Um, so, yeah, the show opened up with an eight man tag um, in what you refer to, Big Tasty, as the Young Buck special, which is. Um, sorry, just finish your Big Tasty thing. Um, no, that was it. The, oh, young book, the, the young book special, the, the, the heater, as it as I call yeah. it, to, uh, to get everyone warmed up. Hot start. 
just before you go into the match, um, new Bucks merch that they're wearing because I everyone seems to have new merch every like second week, but it's fine. See, company, mate, come on. Someone, <laughs> somebody in AEW's uh, merch department must be getting paid a ridiculous amount of money, and they must feel like they have to work all the time. <laughs> isn't it? Um, isn't it Matt Jackson's wife that does all the merch? No, well, she's doing a good job. Like it all looks tight. So, right. um, from what I remember, Matt Jackson's wife does the merch, and I'm pretty sure Brandon Cutler's wife does all the gear. Oh, right. Yeah, she does all the gear. I know that. Um, to be fair, them, them hoodies, them the hoodies look gear. legit. They're probably like eighty quid, but they look legit. Mm. The the claimed come out and do a bad man rap. Claimed uh, the... That rap was incredible. It, it yeah. was incredible. I didn't write it all out. I wrote one specific line. Was it the Marty Jannetty bit? Yep. If we John Cena's, you're the Jannetty's. Because they, <laughs> so they, ran, they ran Jannetty with Petty, which is... Um... Jericho's um, re- <laughs> response to that saying, oh, I think they said some names they're not allowed to say, a bit like me last week. <laughs> um, this, this is, so this is the, the time in the review we have to put out that the, whoever was... Um, Whoever was doing the bleeping of swear words tonight was on some some heavy medication because they were missing yeah. by about two words every well, time. That's <laughs> what this is. What I don't get though, like live TV is meant to have a seven second delay, so they're meant to be getting it fucking bang on. So yeah, have they not learned about a seven? Have they not been? Have they not been like smartened up to the seven second delay yet that all the other like TV I, shows use? I think, I, think just, I think they're just deep into the coding and they just weren't getting it in time. Still hungover from New Year, maybe. <laughs> That New Year's party looked lit, to be fair. So yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So uh, the match itself, a lot of a lot of it, the heels are just like isolating Chris Daniels. Uh, he goes for like the Arabian Moon Salt onto the outside. I really like this reversal. Uh, I think it was Anthony Bones. Well, they, just, they, they just grab him in like a bear hug and like pull him over the ropes. Yeah. Well, they gra- he grabbed his legs underneath his arm. Yeah. And then kind of like just dragged him over the rope and beat him <laughs> up. It was great. Um, and Bowens is I mean I like both the acclaim but Bowens is the, the standout guy he really is in the ring yeah Caster's the talker when he's but he's not he's not bad with wrestler either but no Caster's more the talker Bowens is like the workhorse and the acclaimed um, again impressed again in this match I mean they're they're, they're not they're not going to be you know they're not going to be trouble in the match of the year contenders at the end of the year but they're, they're a solid like work workhorse tag team like really really good put yeah. on decent matches and Teams can elevate them like we we saw here. Uh, also, another the, the next chapter in the um, the rebuild of uh, the hybrid two. I mean, Jack Evans actually got to show off some of his skills in this match, which is quite nice. Yeah, he looked, he looked um, good. Yeah, I've, I've actually not got mu- not got much written down for this, so um, I don't know if you picked up anything, guys. I've got a few um, commentary things if you would like that. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, well, first of all, Nick Jackson forever doing Nick Jackson things, flips and shit with the hot tags, which always looks good. Um, commentary, Jericho says uh, Shivani is wearing a kilt. Speaking of kilt, Caster just killed Daniels with that I like that. That was, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> Jericho, man. Yeah. He, um, I think Jericho again. needs to either stop doing cocaine or switch to decaf. <laughs> or do more cocaine. Go full, Randy. Go, yeah. Uh, Speaking of Jericho, um, JR goes, Evans is an athletic bastard. Jericho, in a weird voice, he is an athletic bastard, isn't he, JR? (laughs) (laughs) 
like, why are you having a go at JR? <laughs> he was like that all night, though. Yeah, Jericho, Jericho got nothing <laughs> to shout- you at the start of this show, hadn't he? Yeah, like he'd get asked questions and he just shouts at people. Um, also, Jericho also says TH2 and the claim do rope a dope things. Yeah, there was a bit. There was a bit in the match as well where uh, Angelico did one of those like Navarro moves, and Excalibur like just like said the name of the move, and then Jericho got really angry and went, "Oh, well, maybe it's this." And like said another thing in Spanish, like Navarro. I think he went, "Did you ever think of that, Excalibur?" And then Excalibur was like, "Well, it's not. It's that move." I think that was meant. I I read. I read that as kind of like a throwback to his like Man of a Thousand Holds sort of persona where he. Making up holes on the fly. I thought that was like a little callback to that, which is quite nice. I, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure Excalibur invented the name of that move. I'm sure that that, that he just came up without the cuff. Um, probably. Yeah. Again, Helico um, did some really good like submission bits as well. Um, I really liked towards the end of the match. They they went through like a little bit of um, SCU and the books working together. So like um, Kaz and Matt, I think it was, hit the BZ trigger. Yeah. Together, which was pretty cool. And then obviously the match finishes with um Best Melter Ever. So that was Chris Daniels doing the BME onto onto the, the um the tombstone, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Best Melter Driver ever, which was a SEU's finisher in uh, Ring of Honor. Again, they used against the books. But they used against the books, yeah. I know that because the uh, country told me. Yeah, that's the only reason I know. <laughs> and also you've you've seen the books in SEU live. Yeah. And that I have seen <laughs> and they live. did that. In Liverpool, do that move. Do that move. <laughs> they did that in that. Yeah, match. but there was no commentator screaming about it when we saw them because it was live. So you know. no, that's true. We we were screaming about it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. After after the match, uh, SCU were talking about the fact that um, on Dark they announced if they lose another match, they're going to break up, and uh, basically teased that their last match is going to be as a team's probably going to be against the Bucks. Well, they said uh, they wanted to face the Bucks for the titles, didn't they? Which yeah. Because Which, they're the best in the world. Well, not according to PWI, but you know. Uh, FTR, <laughs> come up and play the game. Um, after this, we get the return of John Moxley. Um, oh, what a what a promo! Uh, Mo- Moxley doing his um, best untitled wrestling podcast, most overrated and worst male wrestler impression starting his entrance from his locker room. <laughs> he didn't he didn't headbutt a door and start bleeding though. No. He, he did have a cut in his head though. <laughs> he, did, he also didn't take the belt off a, a hot young star, so it's fine. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah he took it off an old 50 year old man. <laughs> um <laughs> also uh, new Moxley t shirt as well. Yes, yeah, I really like that t shirt. Um he talks about losing the title. He refers to Don Callis as a used car salesman. Love that. Um, and he says that he's not going to take away from Phoenix's opportunity, but eventually he's going to get Kenny and Don. Um, and then after this, we uh, go to... He, he, he puts Phoenix over pretty big in this promo as well. Yeah, like, he picks up for Phoenix, yeah. He does. And he does a good um, job of like keeping up the Moxley-Kenny rivalry, but he also sort of gives a, a, a bit of scope for us to get pushed to the back. He said, look, I'll get you, Kenny. It might not be tonight. It might not be tomorrow. So acknowledging they both might move on to separate feuds, but he said, I'm always going to be there. I'm always going to be after you. So it was quite a nice way to just sort of keep it going, but at the same time, allowing them yeah. both to sort of move in other circles, which was quite nice. I feel, I feel like we're probably going to be getting um, Mox versus Kenny too at um, Revolution. Yeah. I get that impression. Um, 
after this, uh, Chuck, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy are after about uh, Trent um, being injured because obviously he come out with like a his arm in a sling uh, last week or the week before, um, and they said he's going to be out for four, four to five months. He's torn his ro- rotator cuff. Torn his pec, I think um, said. Oh, his yeah. pec was it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, sucks. That absolutely sucks. Um, best wishes. Yeah, to hope, he, hope he recovers as quickly as possible. And I back. feel like best friends were like really getting like in the groove. Like they would have, if, if it hadn't have been for this injury, they probably would have been one of my picks to maybe hold the tag title sub- at some point this year. Yeah, because they were really getting pushed hard. Um, I mean, that's not to say Chucky T will be like not on the show, like him and Orange will oh. be together. Well, they, well they, they joke about this in the promo, don't they? That's, that's the point Miro tries to make. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miro calls... Um, well, first of all, Miro uh, enters the screen and I immediately yeah. go fully blind. Um, yeah, Miro comes in looking like a fucking... I don't know what it was. <laughs> so, that outfit must be custom-made because it's not on the Verge Sachi website. <laughs> Props <laughs> for checking that out. <laughs> um, I tried... His old stuff was there that he's worn before, maybe, but it could have been from a different collection. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe you got it for Christmas off Lana. You don't know, do you? Custom. Yeah. He, <laughs> he looked. He looked like the carton for like a drink that's no longer made because it's got too many e, e numbers in it. <laughs> um, that's that was my first impression. Uh, so yeah, they, they they say to Chuck that he's going to be also off for four months because he's nothing without Trent. Um, Miro tries to call Chuck as young boy and then Chuck challenges Miro to a match. a match. I love the fact that Chuck just, he doesn't give a fuck because he just went, yeah, I'm just going to beat your stupid ass next week. Well, Miro sort of suggests that Chuck can maybe come over to his house and hang out. He makes it initially sound like he wants to be friends with him. He said, you can come over and be my friend, we can hang out. And then he's like, oh, you can wash my car, you can do my laundry. Yeah. He's basically saying, you know, if Trent's out and you've got no one to follow, because he said Trent's like the leader of the best friend. He said, if you've got no one to follow, you can sort of come over to my house and I'll give you someone. I'll, I'll be your new guard, basically. You can, you can Which, do what I say. Me and Big Tasty you know for a fact that Chuck is the leader of the best friends. Yeah. Um, Chuck Taylor obviously found the group before Trent was Trent left WWE. Um, and yeah, Miro basically challenges Chuck to him. Uh, oh, sorry, Chuck challenges Miro to a match. And Miro says, if Chuck loses, he becomes Miro's young boy till the wedding. Um, do we know when the wedding was announced? They announced it's a the beach date. break, isn't it? Is it beach break? So yeah. two weeks. It's a beach wedding. So is that in two weeks? Um, it's like February fourteenth, isn't it? Something like that. Something oh, is yeah, it? start of February. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! Um, I thought it was. I thought it was mid January for some reason. So for a month either way, that's cool. It, it gives Chuck Taylor something to do. Yeah, and uh, it, it, Miro seems a lot threatening as well, which is good. You know, we want we, we like scary Miro. Scary Miro is best mm. Miro. Yeah, I don't like I don't like pro gamer Miro. He's a bit me. February third is beach break. Okay, so yeah, about a month. Um, after this, we get um, what I'm, I assume Big Tasty loved, um, which was just a meet a meet man match. Are you, sure you're, be- are you referring to the absolute hoss fight? Yeah. To be fair, I didn't think I was going to, but I enjoyed this. I, fucking... I, I really <laughs> enjoy Wardlow, so I thought that he'd he'd make the match fun because Hager's a bit. Mm. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like eight minutes of Wardlow just spanking Hager for the rest of it all over the ring. Yeah. Um, and when yeah, I say so and when, the... when I say toss him over, like Hager, Wardlow, like Hager was so because Hager does like no cardio because he's never made guy. Uh, he was so immobile that Wardlow got gassed from having to move him around so much. 
(laughs) (laughs) Fact. Um, Yeah, so a little few things that I picked up on. Inner Circle were on the stage for the match um, and you could see like Santana Ortiz were like flanking uh, MJF and Sammy was kind of like off on his own a bit. Also, respect Um, to Sammy for wearing no shirt. Yeah, Santana Ortiz has got like body warmers on. Like Sammy's just there with his nips out. It's like Jericho stated that in Celsius it was about eight degrees there. Yeah, which I I mean, respect to America. So that's the temperature which you should serve a delicious stout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, the match starts with Ward- Wardlow and Hager just brawling. Uh, the match starts red. with music still playing. Yeah, I noticed that Wardlow music <laughs> still playing. Um, they they clothesline each other on the floor and just both get in for like the eight count. Um, Wardlow hits a series of throws, suplexes. He hits a big scent on um, and Hager like locks him into the head and arm triangle from it. Locks him into the head and arm triangle on the top rope. Wardlow drops Hager onto the ring post and then hits the F10 to win. And then he kind of like begrudgingly fist bump one another. A couple of things are one the F10, Wardlow legit throws Hager halfway across the ring. It's incredible. Yeah, Wardlow looked like he struggled to fucking do it though because Hager was just like dead weight. Right. Yeah. Jake Hager, under his other names, has been a professional wrestler now for 14 years. Yeah. He does not show that at all in the ring <laughs> whereas Wardlow has been a professional wrestler for like what two yeah and he looks I mean I'm not I'm not bagging on Hager you know he can wrestle better than I can but Wardlow is ten times the talent that Jake Hager is yeah Wardlow Wardlow reminds me a lot of um, a lot of like Brock when he started he yeah. seems like the, the total like package yeah, just of twice everything. Like, ten, you know, it's like two times yeah. five, so it's you know, it's and that too. And he seems quite charismatic from when he like they had him do a promo before yeah, the match. I mean, he seems... he's not the rock, but he can talk. Yeah. Um. Um. A lot was said in this match, specifically by Jericho. Um. But first, I'm going to ask: since when was Mister Mayhem Wardle a thing? Oh, since he's yeah, debut, pretty much, yeah. Since his debut, yeah. yeah um, JR, um, MJF introduced him as Mr. Mayhem when he first came in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing now. He's called Mr. Mayhem. Okay, right. No, no, uh, it, has, is, it has been for like... Which is bullshit. Uh, like, that's, James, that's James Drake's thing, and it has been for a yeah. long time. Friend of, the, <laughs> friend, of the, friend, of the, friend of the brewery, James Drake. <laughs> um, and then we'll go picture in picture where it got hella weird on commentary. Jericho goes... They say I'm Steph, real Steph. Tony goes, you're real Steph. <laughs> so the good thing about picture in picture is because obviously it only really gets broadcast in the UK, I think. Yeah. Well, any- anywhere outside of America. Yeah, but don't yeah. in the UK. So last week we had JR and Jericho talking about Nando's. Yeah. Uh, During picture yeah. in picture. Um, that, that's any not- Americans who don't know what Nando's are, it's a chicken restaurant, which is a bit shit. Ask Will Osprey. O- yeah. Overrated. Yeah, hey, I, I say that I never ate. I had, I had, had Nando's for tea tonight. It got delivered and it was lit. Um, and then oh, also, big <laughs> Same picture, same picture and picture. Um, Jericho, where do you get these weird out? Those weird outfits. Uh, Excalibur goes, get yourself on Amazon. 
Jericho, shut up. What do you know about fashion? The French are puking in their mouth. Oh, Jericho, calm down, mate. So aggressive, the Jericho, Jericho needs to lay off the cocaine, I'm telling you. Who's shot in your bag? <laughs> Probably MJF. <laughs> if I had to ask anybody. Um, <laughs> yes, but it was, it was a good match. Um, as I say, they, had, they did the whole thing where they like, the inner circle kind of like, well, MJF mediated it, saying, come on, fist bump each other. Yeah. Um, MJF, should this, he's, he's doing a really job of like slamming and then on getting on everyone's good side. Yeah. You, can, you can sense the it's building, like the, the, the sort of the kick out. He's, it's going to be against Jericho, obviously. He's gonna, I, he's, I don't know, you know, I think he's possibly going to kick out Wardlow. You reckon? Because they've, they've done a lot to kind of like tease that MJF's going to turn on Wardlow soon anyway. I mean, Wardlow's um, got Wardlow's got a big face run written all over him. Yeah, and there was just the the there was the bit with that happened later on in the show, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, that w- made me think, hmm, maybe he's maybe he's going to get rid of Wardlow, not Jericho. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, um, I've got a quick synopsis for this in one sentence: two guys knocking six shades of shit out of each other. Yeah. Is this a- <laughs> yeah, it was it was a house fight. It was two buildings falling into one another. Yeah, know, it's my favorite thing in wrestling. It was good. Well, I enjoyed. It. Um, after this, we got a weird segment. Which to be <sighs> fair, this is this is the hardest I popped on the entire show. By the way, <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, um, we've been talking about how they need to like kind of like if they're gonna reference stuff on BCE, like do it properly. And this was like a proper thing where. They'd done the bit on BTE on Monday with Matt Hardy with the contract and he said, we'll resolve it on Dynamite. And then yeah. Matt Hardy actually said, didn't he, um, have you given some thoughts to my offer on BTE or something like that? Well, I mean, before that, we need to talk about... So, private party, the, they've got the gin. But, but, but they forgot Mark the gin. the fucking idiot forgot the juice. They forgot the juice. <laughs> who's, who's bringing the juice? Oh, my fucking... Who else is bringing the juice? It's fucking Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> slams the juice on the table I hit the fucking roof it was incredible because <laughs> you knew straight away it was Snoop who else is it going to be yeah he is sipping I, I'm, on I'm really juice. glad they, get, they give the private party something to do with Snoop because obviously it's just, like it's you've obviously, got to finish it's, his it's, 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 yeah it's right there like and you have the opportunity yeah. to do it and they think oh yeah it was, it was fantastic it's like when WWE have like guests on it's like why didn't you do that with them it's like yeah. low. It's like low hanging fruit. It's fucking easy to get. Like easy, to do. easy money, right? easy money. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, this is this is all right. Uh, did the private party sign the contract? They did. They didn't did. Yeah. They they were talking about yeah. like they wanted to to look over. They they produced like a little list of demands. Then Mahardy very very quickly said, "Oh, it was all in there." So then they signed yeah. it straight away. Um, Matt did mention a nice little shot across the bars that he would let them keep all their carrier money and all their other like ventures. That was all. Which. Because he ain't a monster. Yeah. yeah. Shots Which, fired. Twi- Twitter had a right cob on about. I thought it was quite just a funny little throwaway line. I didn't think it was like... I mean, it's obviously a massive pop at WWE. We know that. But I didn't think it was like as bad as like a lot of people on Twitter were outraged that he'd even hey, go there. If you don't want people Come taking on. if you don't want people taking the piss out of your social media um, policies, yeah. get a better social media policy. I, 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 I agree to a sense where I don't want to hear like shots at WWE all the time. But at the same time, when it's something like that, where it's them having a shot at WWE treating the, the talent like shit, more for it. 
Yeah. Um, That's the only way you're going to get anything to change. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, after this, we get a weigh-in for the TNT title match. Um, Taz is upset that uh, Brian Cage has to weigh in first. Taz is upset about everything. He is like the he, pettiest yeah. dickhead. <laughs> He's just in a bad mood today. It's Taz. Someone must have shit in his bag. Probably MJF. Darby, um, oh, Darby comes out with the new TNT title, we should say. Um, you can hardly he, see her because he's literally dragging it around the floor like a spoiled teenager. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they, they do the weigh-in. Uh, there's a £100 uh, weight difference. Uh, 102. I've got them out here. Cage weighed in at £272 and Darby at 170 Then Taz complains again that Darby's weight is inflated by all the, me- like the shit he's wearing, like the metal. But never mind, <laughs> Darby weighs yeah. about as much as an ice cream cone. Yeah, Brian Cage is just, like inflated by all the fucking steroids he's on, but he didn't say that, did he? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, um, then Darby basically says to Taz, you know, people like you have been putting me down all my life. This isn't like a nine-month thing. It's a 27-year thing. That was a pretty cool promo. Yeah, I, I like that. that. I like that. Um, and then he's like, yeah, we know what's going to happen. Let's get down to it. Basically saying, you know, he knows that they're going to jump him. Yeah. And then the lights go out. Sting makes his entrance. Um and it was it was funny because team team Taz all like powered out the ring and they go and stand by the edge of the ramp and Sting comes out the normal entrance yeah and they go they go into Ricky Starks which was just the best reaction he's he's, he's got like sunglasses on he's got an open button down shirt opened up and he just takes his sunglasses off and like squints and sees Sting coming out and then looks outraged um, it was he, just also, he came out first for Team Taz like he was the first man out the um, out, out the ramp which is quite cool and he again it continues to be the best dressed man in all of pro wrestling because he's the st- oh I don't know powerhouse Hobbs' suit this week oh that was that was fucking tight yeah that was he uh, was, he was, he was cu- he's clearly gone clothes shopping with uh, absolute Ricky Starks there to get some some good swag on the go Um Maybe Ricky Starks got one of those like online subscriptions for Christmas. You know, they they send you like clothes to fit your style. They send you good <laughs> clothes. Um, I'm wait, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see it now. It's controversial. I'm getting a bit bored of Sting now. Yeah, in the slow play. I, 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 I know, right. So first of all, yes, they're slow playing it. Apparently, this is something Darby wanted to do. He wanted to like he wanted a slow build to the title match. They're slow playing it, and then they're doing the same thing every week of just music playing coming out. Yeah, I think th- I think what they want I they want though he's very limited, isn't he? But they want they want the first time Sting hits right. someone, I think, to be in the title match. I think you know for, to have an impact. Mm. Yeah. Or, so or you can't when... you can't you can't have him hit anyone with the baseball bat now because what's he going to do when the match is on? Well. Mm. But yeah, I understand. Yeah. It is like literally, oh, look, the music comes on, Sting comes out, Team Taz go, ah, and then they leave. I, and like, it's is, been like that. It's I been that for like three weeks now. In a row well, now. Is, is, is the thing, is my like little defense on it. And you might see you might see what I mean. You might think I'm just blowing smoke up my ass, but whatever. I, I think they're, they're deliberately doing it because it's like they did the build with Sting with versus the NWO. Yeah. Like they did and that for even, an, even they in, did in, that for a year in Impact when Hogan came into TNA they did um they did like six months of Sting just showing up in the Raptors and then like looking a bit mm. pissed off before he did anything and it's, Sting's always like best when he's about to do something until he actually does it isn't he you know, the, 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 yeah the, the, like, the money's in the mystery Sting it's like it's fine yeah. to him up in the Raptors and things but it's the fact that his music plays he comes out 
you just yeah they they bears menacingly yeah Aaron they they bought a fucking snow machine for the dailies place mate (laughs) come on it's it's not even like fake snow it's it's real snow it's like real bits of ice it's ridiculous Saz was furious he hates snow Jericho hates it Jericho was going nuts yeah Jericho thought it was coke that's why until they ate it Jericho (laughs) thought it was a different kind of snow (laughs) (laughs) he got got really excited and then he got really upset um all at the same time, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I see where you're coming from. Like they need to do something else different. But when you look at like when you look at WCW and how they did it, like then to build Sting up for a year, I can I'm see not, what AEW do. I'm not saying throw them in a match. I'm not saying just have them hit everyone. Or I'm not. I don't know what to do with them. But I'm just saying I'm getting a bit. Restless. I mean, just have him like, I guess even just have him like raise the bat and like go towards them or something, you know, have him yeah, like threaten I, them. I, I don't think, I don't <laughs> think they're going to hold it off till a match. I think they're going to do a bit where Sting comes out and starts like hitting someone. And I think it's probably going to be by beach break if I'm putting a guess out. Well, the match is next week. So, I mean, I'm talking about the match as in like the Derby. I think the first time he hits one with a baseball bat will be during the title defense. Next week. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it could be next week. So I think that's what they've been building towards because he, yeah. he needs to. They need to have the big pop moments. Be either Sting makes a save at the end or Sting stops the screwy finish. So. Yeah. Right. E- even if you literally just see Sting just hanging about in the cheap seats, like Darby was. Yeah. Like, if you want to no, like, see Sting hanging about, you need to watch that video, that music video, isn't it? Because it's literally just him doing his teeth yeah. and and going like, the bank and like buying <laughs> some milk with his gear on. So. Don't play it. That just. Have them in the rafters. Yeah, we'll see though. Um, see what happens. Uh, after this, Hager's smashing up his locker room. MJF comes in, he gives him like a little pep talk, and Hager's like, "Oh, thanks, appreciate that." Which is why I think maybe he's out in Wardlow. As MJF building more bridges every week. Every, every week he seems to be like ingratiating himself towards one member of the inner circle. So like the couple weeks ago it was Santana, and then it was Ortiz. Now it's Hager. It's either that or he's going to try and kick Sammy out next week. Um, yeah, and he's he's winning everybody over, so he can do that. Either way, he's up to something. Look, shit. Um, and then after this, we got a Jurassic Express promo. Uh, well, before that, we got a, a recap from last night's AEW Dark. Yeah, where we see negative one, negative cutting, one, uh, cutting a sick promo on Marco, basically oh. saying he, he only wins matches because he has other guys with him who are much bigger. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Top line. Apparently. Appar- apparently yeah, apparently he came up with that promo himself, didn't he? Yeah, he wrote it. He, he made, Tony just said to him, go out and say, it. what would you want to say to Marco? And he said this, and he went, go out and say it. Yeah. I love the fact he did the whole the, the whole pull-apart brawl. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tony and Cody, like, charging out, like, shit! <laughs> Marco's selling amazingly. Uh, it was great. It was really good. Um, the kid's going to be a star one day. Um, and looking at how tall he is, he's probably going to be as tall as his dad. Yeah, yeah, he's already, about, he's he's already about as tall as Marco. When he's he's like, only <laughs> eight, and he's almost the same height as Marco Stunt. Probably going to be a th- looking at like near seven foot. And he, um, yeah, after this, uh, so Jurassic Express talking about how they're going, they're going after the tag titles. That's the goal for twenty twenty one. FTR come in and call Marco a mascot, <laughs> and him. Um, Dax goes, yeah, negative one was right. You do need the help. So Marco says he's going to take Luchasaurus's place against FTR next week. No. And Tully, Tully pats Marco on the head and walks off and Marco gets held back like Scrappy do. Yeah. I I am buzzing for this match next week for one and reason. 
for Jungle Boy's music. That is the only... They won't come out to it. Why? Because it's Jurassic Express, not Jungle Boy. They'll come out Jurassic <gasps> Express music. Ah! <laughs> have to keep watching Dark, mate, if you want to see that. Uh, to keep watching Dark, mate. Ah. Yeah, a little bit of the Tarzan boy. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, after this, we got Cody with Snoop Doggy Dog. Um, so, first of all, Matt Seidel. <laughs> Chris yeah, Jericho that's... on commentary goes absolutely nuts on this, and he just starts screaming Snoop's jump to AW, Snoop's jump to AW, Snoop's jump to AW. <laughs> um, also, Cody comes out to Snoop Dogg Remix. <laughs> I didn't hate that, you know. It I was... didn't hate it. I thought it was better than fucking normal their kingdom. It was, it was fine when it Cody's started. Theme. It was fine when it started. It went. It was when it went back from the rapping part to the normal bit where it yeah. was a bit. Well, it's, well, it's just that make you realise. Well, hang on, not downstate are really bad. <laughs> downstate are trash. Yeah. Um, all, I mean, also, look at all the crap music they've done. They've done Zack Ryder's one. They did Dolls, didn't they? Uh, they did Mrs. It's all all shit music. Um, and in the crowd, there's a sign that has a double swizzle nizzle dizzle. Everyone has yeah. like big Snoop Dogg heads as well. <laughs> and like, right, first thing I want to say about Snoop, regardless of, of how the second progressed. He looks like he's having the time of his life during the seventh. He looks, yeah, yeah, because when he's in WWE, they get him to do the usual shit, and he looks bored when he's doing it. And like they forget that Snoop Dogg's like a massive wrestling fan. Yeah, he's got Arn's Waffle House menu. Yeah, yeah. he's obviously he's getting, doing Arn's bit, and he mentioned yeah. on commentary. If he was dressed up, if he was dressed like Arn, that would have just been chef kiss. That yeah. would have been like, <laughs> but you're not going to get Snoop to not wear like crazy kit, so fuck it. But yeah, can, on commentary, on commentary, they said that he is actually like a um, isn't he like a kid's fo- his kid's uh, high school football coach or something like that? Oh Jesus Christ! He was, yeah, I think he was. He used to be, is what they said. Yeah. So he has coaching experience, is what they what they were saying. Yeah, he said he said, oh yeah, he, he was a high school football coach, and he's got he's genuinely like got a good record, um, yeah. and like that was that was cool in itself. Um, the match itself, it was it was okay. It was um, it made Matt Seidel look awesome. Um, right, so uh, this is my epiphany that, that hit me when I was watching the Tips of Dynamite. Matt Seidel um, is AEW Ziggler. Is AEW Ziggler? He makes I'll explain any- this. So I don't care <laughs> about him ever winning a title or anything like that. I don't want to see him get a push. But I like him being there. He's, he's fine to hang around. And he can just have a decent match with anybody. Yeah, that's good analysis. Yeah. Um, yeah, he hits a meteora on the stage after a flurry of kicks. Um and nearly hit Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Snoop Dogg died. Out the way. <laughs> like literally throw himself out the way. To Snoop Dogg it. moved out the way like he was getting a grenade thrown at him or something. It's um, the quickest I think I've ever seen him move. In like yeah. <laughs> um, Sidel dodges Cody's moon, so gets the knees up. Uh, Cody gets the knees up on a shooting star press at one point. Um, Sidel keeps going for his do- his flying knee. Cody dodges it uh, and hits two crossroads to win during the match as well. I might add. Uh, Cody accidentally punches Sir Pentagon. I'm sure that will be inconsequential. Um, no way. Never mind. Um, Chaos Project attack. Uh, Cody and Seidel um, faces end up fighting them off. And then um, Snoop Dogg hits. Um, Some, something. Yeah. I mean, you'd have thought at this point that all weed smokers would be good at frog splashes because you've got 
Rob Van Dam, um, amongst others. But no, turns out they're not. Um, to be fair, right? He got on the was, top. He got on the top rope com- convincingly. Yeah, yeah. Managed to jump off without hurting and anybody. You know what? The best part of it was Snoop didn't give a fuck if it looked bad or not. He just no. wanted to do it. Yeah. And he, he, and he looked he, happy that he'd done it. Then he hooked the leg. Cody counted three in the bell ring. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, for me, is that um, sometimes when you bring in celebrities, they can look like they don't want to be there or they don't care. Like Mike Tyson. Well, even Mike Tyson, he's a fan. Yeah, um, yeah but he, looked like he was falling asleep in the middle of that match. He was falling asleep during the Cody and Archer match, but I mean, I was, to be fair. <laughs> um, it was like literally Lance Archer's worst match in fucking yeah. AEW, and I, I, it made me, it made me not care for Lance Archer for a bit. Until now, we've got Lance Archer, who's like legit one of my favorite guys to watch in AEW. Um, over, over the top, right? Murder Lance Archer, the best Lance Archer, yeah. the best Lance Archer, Murder, Murder Bird Lance Archer. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, just a couple of things on this match. Um, Cody and Sido making a fuck up look good. Oh, was that the the sort of spinny around arm drag thingy? Yeah, Matt said that was so fast that he threw off Cody's momentum and balance, and that's why it fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it was totally all fuck. It's not, it's not that he's a rolling box machine, but you know, it's fine. Um, also, Jericho complains that Matt Sydal beat him on pay per view. You know that well, fucking loved pay per view, Fatal Four Way in twenty ten. <laughs> fucking Fatal Four Way! I forgot all about Fatal Four Way. Jesus Christ! Oh. See, I wish Jericho fucking would. I'm sick of hearing it every time that Matt Seidel's out. Oh, he um, beat me on paper, did you know? Shut up, Jericho. You guys may have forgotten, but Cody has to hit a scorpion deathlock so he don't forget he wants that match. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cody's like so, so, so close to having go away heat with me. So, so very, very close. Um, at least we didn't. At least because he got the remix, we didn't get his full Triple H entrance. He just came out with his fucking. Is they've installed gates now for him? They've had him a while, to be fair. They didn't even have the like Mandy Rose wheel noise at the start. Like they're not. Do you want to demonstrate that for for Big Tasty because he wasn't on the raw <laughs> thing? <laughs> it, it was. It was worse than that. Um, <laughs> for anyone, for anyone who, who hasn't heard it, go listen to our raw review and Aaron's whale noises for Mandy Rose's. Um, Literally, our, our, <laughs> first, our first review of twenty one in it didn't it go well? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, no. Um, it's all downhill no. for me, mate. Um, <laughs> anyway, after this, we get uh, Abaddon versus Sheeda. Um, I really liked this match. I thought it was fucking mental. <laughs> I mean, right. it was it was different. Yeah, yeah. It's not something I'd want necessarily all of the time, but a little bit of hot sauce on the on the scrambled eggs, you know. A little bit of Abaddon in your life. A, a little bit, of, bit. A, a little bit of under the ring illegal neck biting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I feel like that this feud's not over though. I think they're probably going to get another match, maybe a no holds barred match or something. You see, um, they've got to be really careful with Abaddon because she's yeah. basically the fiend. And the, as we've the, seen, it's really easy to fuck up the fiend. And it's really easy to fuck yeah. up Abaddon. I mean, Jericho almost did when on commentary when he kept saying, you know, she's not a zombie. She's just a woman when she was like, thinks she's a zombie. It's like, for 
fuck's sake. But they, yeah. did, they did do a really good job of saying how, like, even they found her unsettling because, like, when you see her backstage, yeah. she's, like, she's in character all the time. She's not, like... You probably had Tony Khan and, and Jericho's ear going, Chris, uh, can you can you stop, please? Can you can you sell the, the gimmick, please, mate? It's like, she's a fucking... Yeah, or rather, Tony Khan in Excalibur's ear going, raid him in. Come on, raid him in. <laughs> it was, like... You see what happens. Jericho was sort of ruining it and Excalibur go, and Tony were, like, trying to say... Yeah, but as soon as she puts the makeup on, the makeup takes over. The character takes mm. over, and it's like cafe boys. Well, no, they, they kind of they kind of sold it that like she's so into the gimmick that she believes it almost, you know. And it's like kind of because you know, yeah, it's, I mean, it's twenty twenty one. There are no literal zombies in wrestling. Yeah, games. you know, it, we have it, to. It added, we, it added the cool wrinkle to it, I guess. It makes it. It's. I think. I think it's more threatening if she's a psycho who fully believes the gimmick, it. as opposed to she's a, literally a zombie from the underworld. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. So However, the match having, itself... having said that, I did want the finish of the match to be she pulls Sheeta under the ring, Bryce checks they're not there, and then next week it's like Sheeta in the fucking zombie world trying to fight back out. Little people's court. Listen, mate, it's not fucking impact. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go. I want. I want, not, it, I want James Mitchell. I want James. I want James Mitchell in there. But we're not there yet. Where we're going to get James Mitchell coming? And but then fucking... you can have you can have like Sue Young in there and Rosemary and everything, and it'd be great. Sue oh. Young's just now fucking Sue's in the business. Woman behaving. Sue's in the business. Um... <laughs> oh god. Um, anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Abaddon and Sue there. <laughs> I, I think I broke Aaron. Um... Yeah, so straight from the off, um, Abaddon jumps. Straight from the off, Sheeda. Abaddon attacks Sheeda on the Sheeda goes, Sheeda just lays her out. With the kendo stick, like full shot to the head, like takes her the fuck down, and then, she and then just, Abaddon just the Undertaker sits yeah, up. She just gets right back up. It's sound, and then yeah, match start. Then then, then the bell rings because yeah. obviously she she that goes for a knee lift and uh, Abaddon like bites her thigh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then, when that happens, um, Jr. goes, "We don't even know if she does had her shots because well, she got bitten." Mm. Because Abaddon mm. is apparently a wild rabid dog. That's what I mean. Though, like Jr. is like treating it like kayfabe, and the others are like, "Oh, she's just a woman who puts makeup on and thinks she's a zombie." Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ab- Abaddon drags Sheeda under the ring, and then Bryce goes under to check what's going on. She- Abaddon comes out with like blood around the mouth, and then Sheeda comes out with a neck, like a hand over a neck, and blood coming out, like but like clearly just smearing it all over her neck as she's doing it. She did, if you saw um, the pictures online, she did actually have like, um, I think what they did, I think they did very clever here, I think they had that, she had like bite marks on her neck. So, but at the start of the match. They'd done the angle the week before, hadn't they? But at the, start the, at the start of the match, she had she had like redness on her neck where she had been bitten previously. So I think what mm. they've done is they put the, they put like the, net mark, the bite marks on the neck like with makeup and then they've covered it with concealer. And when they've gone under the ring, she's just wiped that off and then the blood put the blood on it as well. I think they, they did it quite well, I think, as well as they could have. Yeah. Yeah, because it was quite quick that the time they did it. Yeah. Um I mean Abaddon does all her own makeup anyway, doesn't she? So she's like clearly got like some kind of So didn't like, they like falsely call that they were going to a commercial break before uh, they went under the ring? Yeah, because JR JR's literal words were we're going to picture and picture. Keep it right here. Keep it right here. Yeah, and, right and that was before the <laughs> under the ring spot, and I was like, "No fucking way, they're doing this spot in the middle of the commercial yeah. break." Yeah, it's Jr. fucking up his cues again, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Ab- Abaddon did this really cool move where she like wrapped her leg around the back of Sheeda's head and used it to kind of like almost like DDT. Yeah, uh, that was mental. I was like, I pop for that. Uh, 
Sheila dives onto Abaddon and uh, slams her head into the rail, and then she hits the Tommy Sheet for the win. Um, I thought this was a pretty good match. Yeah. Um, I think I think Abaddon, like, she's got, like, she she reminds me, obviously you compared her to The Fiend, um, she reminds me a bit more of, like, kind of like a cross of, like, Undertaker and Mankind. I, I, I got to say, Mankind, way- I, I, I get where you come from, but the, it's like the, the sort of keep getting up the imperial I think it's the way she like a movement with certain stuff mm. is very like sort of similar to like Mick Foley's where like he, when he like when he like walks and he's like looking around like a lunatic and she's done that quite a lot and it, I mean, it's, um, very deli- it's very deliberate it's very like sort of yeah yeah um, but I, I think I think she's going to have a good year I think she's she's only going to improve yeah, uh, I think she, she's only been wrestling for like two years hasn't she she's something really different and it's like and like I said I, 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 I don't want to see this I don't want every match to be like this like every match women's match I mean every, every average match like this, that's fine I don't want every mm. AEW women's match to be like this but yeah. it's the little bit that is like the the little special source that makes the division pop a bit more which is nice this, this yeah. match it, it was is what it did yeah, yeah. it was a step that's forward the, for it definitely yeah definitely um, on the subject of the women's division, uh, we get announced that Ty Conti is going to be facing Serena D for the NWA women's title next week, and that she's uh, joined the Dark Order. Well, she, much confirmed, she, didn't, she, didn't, she didn't physically say she joined the Dark Order, but she did say the Dark Order would be. She said they're going to be with her. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's all but confirmed at this point, obviously. Yeah, she's flanked. She's flanked by uh, Anna Jay and um, Silver and Reynolds, and she says the Dark Order are going to be in my corner. Uh, so yeah, they're basically that was that more... was close, man. This 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 is a diamond nearly came close to an automatic fail for not including John Silver. I know. I I, <laughs> I was quite surprised to be honest. They left as many members of the Dark Order off as they did. I thought they would have maybe done a bit more with them this week. I was hoping they like maybe. I was hoping that last week's show, unless they like literally give them time off, understandably. And I think if they'd have, if they'd, they'd have pushed them, if they'd have pushed them hard on this show, it might have come across as a touch instance un- insincere. Enforced, like yeah. they were like yeah, trying to cram them into the existing story. I, I think I think the world the thing to do now is the trick now is to sort of organically weave them into the to some of the storylines now. That is, yeah, that I suppose I suppose as well they had the um they had the um card for like the both nights of the show already announced. Yeah. Um before the Brody tribute show. I so think it, I think come week after next you'll start to see like a little a little reset button hit. Not reset, but you'll start to see like maybe you know and well, they still have a story, a feud maybe or you know. They were doing they were doing like Evil Uno feuding with Dustin, weren't they? Um and they had a match at the Christmas Eve show. Yeah, I mean they might drop the whole like Dustin is trying to eliminate every member of the Dark Order now that they're like mega faces. So Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, they're definitely babies. But also on BT they kind of teased the hangman's coming in as like Almost like a new leader figure. Oh, that was that was actually a surprisingly sweet and tender moment when yeah, yeah. when he's uh, like, "Can I sit here?" Yeah, that was, um, that was real nice. So, I think they're probably gonna they're prob- obviously Hangman's one of the biggest baby faces in the company. Him joining the uh, the Dark Order, it's not so much that it turns Hangman now to a heel; it's more that it kind of solidifies the Dark Order face turn. Yeah, what if Dustin? Um, what if Dustin's storyline turns him heel? I mean, what if this is like a full-on I Am Legend scenario where he becomes the monster hunting down the innocents? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I kind of want that now. Yeah, I've read um, books. What about it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's 
He's already on Cody's nightmare family, so he's already healed by my books. But <laughs> there we go. Anyway, let's go to the main event. Um, yeah, let's. I mean, this too much. <clears throat> main event was awesome. Um, it was Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. Uh, was it before this match that we got the Death Triangle promo? It wasn't like picture in picture almost. Or? Yeah, it was picture in picture as Phoenix. During, during Phoenix's entrance, wasn't it? Yeah. Phoenix had a, a sick little uh, denim jacket. With his face on the back, I like yeah, that. Yeah, Phoenix. 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 I mean, Phoenix looked every bit of Phoenix from his entrance to his performance of the match to how they treated him made him look like a big deal here. He looked like an absolute I feel, star. Yeah, I feel like we're probably getting um, a big, big push for Death Triangle this year. Yeah, which is well, what they was, were kind of it, aiming for last year. Yeah, it would have been last year until Pac got stuck in New, oh. Newcastle, wouldn't it? So, yeah, hopefully Pac's uh, not stuck in Newcastle now. Yeah, I'm, I assume he's probably not. I assume he's probably stuck in it because he's. Wrestling Eddie Kingston next week. I assume yeah. he's probably stuck in Jacksonville instead. Um, which I'm sure he'll be in a fucking in a very good mood about. Um so yeah, the match itself. Um you wanna talk about Kenny's entrance quickly, Aaron? Uh, I'll try. <laughs> um, I know you wrote it down. Yeah, Justin Roberts went on a long one this time. Oh right, there's a lot of things that he said during this right? so take just a go deep breath it. and go for it and now the man who had more wins than any other in 2020 on EW unlike John Moxley he did not lose a singles match in 2020 he has held the EW world title for 35 days at this point many consider him the greatest EW champion of all time his match in Japan with Okada was just voted the greatest of all time at any Wrestle Kingdom. His plans include tonight once again retaining the EEW World title and hosting Two Point Show on EEW Games' YouTube channel immediately following Dynamite. Viewing is available everywhere from Texas to Montana, California to North Carolina, which he says does not compare to his hometown of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Jericho shouts, yes! <laughs> he weighs 224 pounds. He is a reigning and defending EW world champ, Kenny Omega! Now, we can't Sorry, criticize... Sorry, uh, you're quite out there, Aaron. Can you just repeat that for us? <laughs> he can't criticize... So he can no longer criticize Cody's entrance because Kenny's ring introduction takes longer than Cody's entire entrance. Well, I think Kenny's is more like to get heat whereas Cody's is genuinely that he thinks it's cool <laughs> Cody thinks he's like the most baby face baby face to ever baby face when he's fucking not I gotta say only um, only two dancers this week as well yeah letting the side oh, down well whilst we're still on the entrance there's a lot of Wrestle Kingdom talk yes this is the first time, this is the first time they've mentioned this anything is- New Japan related in his entrance yeah, this is the first time they mention it, but it's the fact that Okada's name got mentioned specifically. They mentioned Okada before in his entrance. Um, Wrestle Kingdom gets mentioned. Uh, later on, it gets mentioned as well. During the match, Excalibur literally talked about the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jericho, Jericho also mentioned Wrestle Kingdom in 2018 when he fought Kenny as well. Yeah. There's something's happening, isn't it? Something's going on. Oh, so I know, three times Wrestle Kingdom specifically gets mentioned. I know Fightful, um, Fightful Select, I think it was, had made a reference to the fact that apparently 
communication's been open with them for quite some time now. Um, of course, Rocky he would. Romero, Rocky Romero um, is like kind of like quite a big deal in New Japan of America, and he's been like sort of the linchpin of the conversation. So we'll, we'll see talk, what happens. We'll talk more about things related to Rocky Romero in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder what that could be. Um, so the match itself um, starts off with them both kind of just trading Hurricane Ranas, which was fucking mental. I think it was it Jericho? Um, so, like not long into this match, said how how long has the match been on? How many Hurricane Runners have they been already? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one specifically. I think it's the first or second one where um, Kenny Omega does to Phoenix, and Phoenix just goes like top of his head into the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phoenix lands on his head a lot in this match. Yeah, um, it was like there, the first or a... second one. It was brutal. But... Yeah. Um. Those one off the apron as well, which looked nasty as fuck. Yeah, and Fiend nearly landed on Don Callis as well. Yes, yeah, it was not um, a great night to be at ringside, but an AW show tonight. No, it's like you're in the fucking splash zone at Sea World. Um, so uh, there's a cool spot where Kenny hits a tornado DDT on Ray, and Ray kind of like kips up out of it, which was yeah. crazy, and lands on his feet, and then just like boots Kenny. Um, the, they end up fighting to the floor. Kenny hits a snapdragon suplex onto the floor and then a back suplex onto the apron. That was a little uh, callback to Kozer and Jay White, wasn't it, Aaron? Yeah. Because he did that exact spot in him. Um, Jay White did that exact spot on Kozer Ibushi. Uh, yeah. Then for the first the first of many times in this match, they trade chops. Um, oh, by the end of this match, Phoenix's chest looked like corned beef. It was, uh, yeah, Phoenix's, was Phoenix's chest looked like hamburger meat. It was nasty. Um commentary specifically talk about whilst they're chopping is like because it's so cold the tingliness of your <laughs> finger goes all the way down here and then Phoenix gets <laughs> chopped on Kenny chops Phoenix across the back as well at one point yeah um, Ray hits a backflip over Kenny and Germans in, which was insane yeah that, that was... was yeah I like it was that. like did he, did he go for a moonsault and Kenny if I remember rightly, and Kenny like ran to dodge it in the corner and then Ray yeah. landed on his feet and just, yeah. Yeah, I thought it wasn't so. even, like a stumble or anything. It was. He just landed perfectly behind him on like the perfect distance to German him straight away and he just hit yeah. the move. Like without, he literally landed, locked his arms and then just went up again. It was, he must have had about yeah. half a second to reset his knees to get the purchase <laughs> and like, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he does after stuff he does. So um, I, if I like, he followed that up. Early today, I bent down too quickly, and it took me like five minutes to straighten my knees back out again. <laughs> so, you know. um, yeah, uh, Phoenix double stomps Kenny on the back of the head on his on the apron, which was nasty. Um, there was that suicide then, dive as well from Phoenix, where he like almost went over the railing and killed Austin Gunn. The the topic yeah. when you rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's there's more trading of chops. Um. There's a really cool spot where Kenny hits a V trigger, Phoenix kips up and super kicks him, and then they both go down. Yeah. Um, Phoenix reverses a poison, uh, reverses a one winged angel into a poison rana, which was mental again. Um, he then hits like, what was it? It was like, oh, he was on the stage and he like jumped in the ring. Twisted midair and cut and hit a cutter, yeah. So he jumped, yeah. feet, he jumped like feet first through the ropes, but yet then was somehow the other way around because yeah. magic so, and then hit a cutter. The the move was called on commentary an outside in cutter. 
Yeah, I think uh, Excalibur was making that up as he went. Yeah. Excalibur, the last like ten minutes of Smack just Excalibur trying to. It was a, it was Phoenix and Omega just going for it, and it was Excalibur yeah. just desperately trying to think of what the moves were called. Or oh, <laughs> um, I mean, he's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. After straight after that as well, Phoenix hits a fire thunder driver on uh, Kenny and literally oh, right. gets like a two point nine count. I know, I obviously, was, yeah. I know we all knew Kenny was walking out of this match with the belt, but. Just like a half your heart at that moment was thinking, shit, the, what are they yeah. doing here? He, he's got it. This is it. This because he, he he hits him near the ropes, but he cradles the arm and he pulls the arm over so Kenny can't move. And it looks like he, he's not getting. Oh my god! It was it was yeah, it, it was, was ridiculous. Um, Phoenix my, my, goes my, head, like, my uh, head went at that point. It was just like that was it. Yeah, Phoenix goes for what looked like a, a sent on bomb, and Kenny catches him and hits him with a tiger driver. Yeah, like he caught him, locked his arms, and tied him. him. So yeah, he caught him upside down, belly to back, around like the top of the chest, and then yeah, just like sat down to a tiger driver. It was insane. And then, um, sorry, I'm what you saying to me. Um, Just uh, Phoenix done a tribute to Eddie before he went for a frog splash as well. He did. Yeah, he he did. Um, Yeah, he had Kenny down. He did a little Eddie like shoulder shake tribute on the top rope, but. Did Kenny get his knees up on the frog? Yeah, spot? he got the knees up. Yeah. He blocked it. He took, he took quite a while doing the doing the taunt, didn't he? So, yeah. There, yeah. There, was a, there was a few other things. Uh, Kenny's power bomb, and then he went for the pin. Phoenix kicks out, and then oh, he shit, yeah. goes for a V-trigger as well, yeah. which yeah. was brutal. Um, Give me V-trigger, Phoenix in the back of the head. Yeah. There was uh, that nice one as well, where he like sort of hung him over the rope, because he was like half knocked out. And he like yeah. hung his arm over the rope to like hold him up, and then just V-triggered him again. Went flying. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix doing a Frankensteiner as well, and it, Kenny's head went top first into the floor. Uh, yeah. It was just there, but yeah, that's just a couple of things. Uh, yeah, and Kenny eventually wins the match with the one winged angel. Uh, well, he hits after, out after the tiger driver. He kicks out that, doesn't he? Then he hits another V trigger, yeah. and then the one winged angel. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix kicked out. Uh, was it just before or just after the bell? It was after. You know, he, he sort of. I think he sort of sold it as. Either, well, either he was like legitimately concussed and didn't know what, where, where out in the match he was. He did. Oh. He did the. Uh, he did, did the he? Mexican thing of going into business for himself. You know, he's doing Triple He he so he was getting pinned. Like Kenny was on his left hand side hooking him, and his right arm was on the canvas, and he sort of like lifted his arm up. Ah. But I don't think he got the shoulder up. He, I think he was kind of selling the fact that he didn't have the power to like pull his yeah. shoulder all the way up. Yeah. And then like after the after the. Um, the, the three count Kenny got off and he sort of like rolled like over and they lifted his shoulder off the mat then so yeah um, unlike Laredo kid at um, Triple Mania where he literally kicked out at 3.1 what a blur like uh, not, e- <laughs> not even like slight kick out like proper like I'm still in this match kick out like, like a Hogan one um, after the match um, Callis like talks like, talks up Kenny and says go on like finish it finish, end his career um, what's he um, say? A one-winged angel him into a desert of mediocrity onto the scrap heap. Um, I, I, I don't think Jr. liked this match very much because his line after this match finish was that uniquely structured match twenty twenty one people. So yeah, <laughs> I he, just, probably, he probably enjoyed <laughs> it to be honest. Meanwhile, some, JR, meanwhile some, somewhere else in America, Dave Meltzer just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, 
Callus reveals that he's paid off Kingston and the Butcher to attack Pack and Penta. Well, he does like the um, fake, doesn't he? Like the fake surprise. Like he's got, he's legit got an earpiece in. First of all, like a yeah. like a production earpiece, and he, he literally holds on to it and goes, "Hang on, we're getting word that something's happening backstage," and then it shows. Yeah, backstage, the rest of Death Triangle have been beaten up by by the uh, boys. Yeah, as Kenny's picking up uh, Phoenix to go for like a V trigger or something. Um, Mox comes down and makes a save with a barbed wire bat, and then the show just ends. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> nah, it doesn't. So it Mox doesn't. comes down with a barbed and like legit hits Kenny in the bare chest with it. Yeah, yeah I'm and gone. Kenny's arm. Yeah, and Kenny's arm just starts here. pissing blood. Yeah. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, so then, Mox, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. Mox has got it. Mox is in control. He makes the save. It's fine. Oh, wait, no. People, people tell me, Jay, who, what happened? Couple of good brothers come out and make the save for Kenny. Um, the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Gallows with, and Anderson, with, come with out. With belts. With the belts, yeah. With the belts on. Um, they hit Mox with a magic killer, and then with Kenny the, beats Mox with down the with a barbed wire belt. Yeah, they, they hit the finisher wearing their tag belts. Yeah, um, they didn't take the belts off at all. The whole segment. Yeah, Gallows did um, at one point, and he put it on the floor. Oh, the gal. But Anderson did. Um, yeah, Mock, uh, Kenny beats Mox down with a with a bat, and then um, Mox like punches Gallows. Uh, sorry, Anderson, which means he, which gets him more of a beat down, and then like all the AW Dark like uh, backstage. Oh, sorry, ringside all, guys. All the ringside faces. The so, like, yeah, Fuego, yeah. Varsity Blondes. It wasn't just the faces, it was heels as well. I, mean. it was, I know it was definitely Fuego, Varsity Blondes. Um, I've got Varsity Blondes, El Fuego, Lee Johnson is the four names yeah. I managed to write down. Solo was probably in there somewhere, or yeah. people like that. I saw Aaron got, Solo. Oh, the, the Gun Club, uh, Austin Gum was up there, wasn't he? Mm. Uh, Gallows powerbombed Fuego through a table. Yeah. And then Big big Booter, um Lee Johnson. Um, That's the nightmare family, Lee Johnson, by the way. Yeah, they all just murdered them. Um, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. in the ring. They were like the sacrificial lambs. Uh, and then the Bucks finally come out to make the save, do the right thing. Um, well, yeah, they come out and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? These guys don't even work here. Stop hitting everybody. Yeah. You know, you're the champion. Act like one. And then Varsity Blondes get up and like hold on to Kenny. Yeah, they got like one arm each. They? Like, so they're yeah, like on the yeah. outside of the ring and they grab him like on the ropes and like sort of hold his arm um, on the ropes. Yeah. And then uh, Gallows, Big Boots, uh, Garrison and Matt Jackson, Super Kicks, um, Brian Pillman Jr. Apparently Nick Jackson um, may have got a fracture or possibly even a break in his leg. Um, Is that why he didn't do the Super Kick? That's why he come out limping and didn't do the Super Kick because uh, late in the match against um, the others... That the opening match, basically, yeah. Uh, Jack Evans landed on his leg, um, so hopefully, hopefully he's all right, because um, that would derail his storyline. But yeah, Bucks look really upset. They've kind of done it, and then like, it, it, uh, the, the sort of vibe is like, what the f- look, what the fuck are you making us do? Why are you making this happen? Why are you why are you putting this on us? Basically, you know, it's like yeah. Um, I've, I've got an issue then, with what. Uh, not not the ending that we all seen, but the production of the ending because fight just cut off at the end. Yeah, so 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 the ending of the show is um, Kenny, yeah. Kenny and the and the Good Brothers throw up the two sweet or that sign as the commentary team call it, um, and um, one of the books I think it's Nick throws up the first yeah, Nick one. Nick throws it up, and then and as it- Matt as Matt's hand is like reaching up. 
the feed cuts. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I was thinking to myself, wait, has one joined and the other hasn't? <laughs> What's going on here? Well, like, <laughs> so when I watched it, they cut it and then he straight away got back, went back to it. Um, so you could see them all doing the too sweet. And yeah. Matt's face was like, he looked like, oh, for fuck's sake, what have you got me doing here? Because obviously, Bullet Club for Life is Bullet yeah. Club for Life. But at the same time, they are they are grown-ups now with responsibilities and a whole company to look out for. So, you know, they're in a bit of a yeah. situation here. And it's like they're trying to sabotage their own company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was cool. The only, my issue with it was something completely different, which was the fact that the Young Bucks have been teasing this for days on Twitter. Yeah, but for me, the big, the big, so hey, the big, the big surprise wasn't the Young Bucks. It was obviously the Good Brothers. Yes. Yeah. But even then, this, that kind of got, that kind yeah, of got no, spoiled yeah, this, on him. This is the first time an Impact personnel has been on AEW TV. Yeah. It's been one way traffic. And even then, even when the, the books came down, you're like, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the, the whole like teasing was just like, oh, you know, there's going to be a, I don't know. It doesn't mean oh they're going to throw up the two suites at the end of the show with people from another company, you know that was still a big deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was it was cool. Though. It was cool. It, it, um, it, it popped. It popping. So it did it did its trick. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I can't I can't wait I mean, to see what happens next. So you know, it, it's it fucking worked. broke the internet when they did it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, all no good show. Uh, highs and lows. Uh, Aaron, what were your highs and lows, mate? Eh. Uh, Fuck! Oh, I've got I've been caught off guard, boys. <laughs> you knew it was coming. I knew, I knew it was coming. I still got caught off guard. Do it every um, every show, mate. <laughs> uh, my high will be the main event: uh, Phoenix versus Omega. Very good, very fun. Is the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Uh, my low is most of my notes consist of what commentary said, and it was ridiculous. I'm all for having a laugh on commentary, but this week it was too much. <laughs> yeah, Jericho, Jericho needs one less shot of espresso in his uh, in his yeah. thing, I think. Yeah, there's far too much going on. Uh, it felt like more. you know, you know, like when you have like a TV show that runs for ages, and like after like three or four seasons, the writers single in on like the most popular character. Yeah, and, like, and they they didn't harm at your mother, and they dial him up to like a ridiculous level. They did it with yeah. Patrick I was Harrison about to say Jericho becoming Barney Stinson. Yeah, and they're like Jericho is like, oh, everyone loves it when I do say stupid magic on commentary, so I just do it all the time. It's like, no, 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 it only works because there's contrast. You know, if you're yeah. always yeah. saying stupid shit, then it has no effect. When he when he did it when on the lockdown shows, and he was like a good commentator for a lot of it, and then he'd get really angry at Pineapple Peas. It was cool. Yeah, he's gone or from if, being like Bobby or if, like to, Hangman come out, he'd get pissed off, or if Kenny come yeah. out, he'd get pissed when it made off. sense when he had like a, a connection to him instead of just being angry at everybody. He's gone from being like Bobby Heenan, to, verging on towards like heel Michael Cole. Yeah, I, that's a very good analogy. Yeah. Um, what were your highs and lows, Ben? Um, I'll spread the love around. Um, for the highs, I mean, obviously the main event match was legitimately brilliant, and that yeah. it'd be a miss to not talk about that. Uh, I'm going to actually say the Wardlow Hager match because I had I had I had the cold fear that they would put Hager over, and you know they made Wardlow look like a million bucks and made him win, and he got a good match at Hager, yeah. so it, it was better than I thought it had any right to be. So that's my that's my up, and yeah, my down, true. yeah, um, three times Stinger. 
I think running the same segment three times on the spin, it just it's diminishing returns now, and they, they need to freshen up a little bit. But it was I still enjoyed it a little bit. You know, I guess I got to see Ricky Starks looking fly as fuck, so it wasn't a total wash. And so, and the Ricky Stark reaction, which yeah, was beautiful. Um, for me, I'm the same as Aaron. Uh, Jericho was getting a bit much on commentary, and at the main event, it, what can you say? It was the best thing on the whole show. Yeah. Uh, not like, say, like not not even like a pay per view quality match, but like a best of end of year match, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like li- literally, um, they it it's a big match to start the year for AW, and I think they've gone up the blocks with a really really solid main event, and I think it'll be one we'll probably talk about at the end of the year. Yeah, if we can remember it. If we can remember. <laughs> um. Speaking of the end of, end of year, um, I'm going to catch you off guard now, Big Tasty, because Aaron knew this was coming as well, but it'll probably still be caught off guard. Uh, so at the end of every show this week, I've asked um, what who you think is going to be champion, like each champion at the end of the year, basically. So, uh, AW, AW Women's, TNT, and tag titles. Okay, I'll go in reverse order. So, tag titles, we'll say... I think it'll end on a. I think it'll end on a face team. So let's say let's say Jurassic Express. Hey, eh? why not? What a show! That's not a bad show. You've got to pull the trigger on them sometime because I think it'll be set. This this is going to be the year you position Jungle Boy. I think for yeah. his future run, he's got his music now and everything. Um, TNT, I'm going to go with your boy Ricky Starks. I think he takes it up to Derby in a classic over the summer. And he keeps it on a nice long run. We have a nice chase, and like he drop it to someone from the Dark Order ten probably when he goes in his mad face bush. Um, women's, are we doing NWA women's as well? Um, yeah, why not? Why I don't not? see any way in which this year does not end with Britt Baker as the women's champion. What NWA? No, or no, no, just no. proper. Yeah. And women, NWA, I don't fucking know. It could be anyone. Um, Thunder oh, I, I that's why I didn't include the NWA to be honest. Yeah, and the world title. I mean, if anyone says anything other than Hangman, because he's for sure taken off um, Kenny after like a one-year-long title reign. Yeah, I was going to say. Probably. It could, I mean, it's it's a coin flip. It's either Kenny with it about to become Hangman, or it's Hangman just about gets it before the end of the year. My my pick for the world was going to be Kenny. So. Okay. Um, Aaron, do you want to do yours? Uh, yeah, easy. Um, world Kenny Women's Hold on We'll get back to that Tag Team Lucha Bros TNT Pack Women's um, Oh It's hard Isn't it Oh What's her face Fuck What's her face I don't know What you're doing mate Swallow no, the injured one, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander. Oh, that's a shout. I mean, they'd be a bit. They'd have to do a lot of work to build it back up, but they could. They could. She was um, already up there, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't think her gimmick's ready for the belt yet, though. If you know what I mean. She looked like they were building her up to take the belt off Nyla before yeah. she got hurt. Yeah. Um, for me, women's Britt Baker, and with Big Tasty on this, I'm surprised she's not already been the champion. Um, I think it's a matter of time. I feel like this this feud she's got with Thunder Rose is going to elevate. I think I, th- her. I think I think she takes it off Shida. Yeah, I agree. And then I can see her having like a longish reign. Mm. Um, 
for tag team, this was probably the hardest one for me to choose. Um, I'm going to say Lucha Bros. I mean, I totally forgot about them. I, I feel, <laughs> as I said, I feel like um, Pac and, uh, well, I feel like uh, Death Triangle are going to have a good year. Um, and Lucha Bros seemed like, like the obvious choice. TNT, I'm, I'm with you, Big Tasty, Ricky Starks. It's, yeah, it's, it's, made, it's made for him, isn't it? Like it's, it's made just like... for him. Um, give him that run, and then then it'll build him up to be ready for like the main event. Um, and for the AEW World Title, I think I think it's going to be Hangman. I can see Hangman winning it full gear because then it's kind of like, um, it's it, it wasn't full gear where the crown. Oh no, full gear was where Cody. Um. All out was when they crowned the first champion, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see it either being full gear where, like, the where Hangman was starting to like kind of have his like decline begin. So it's like the full like two year turnaround, or all out because again two year turnaround and then Hangman here as a spare title defense of full gear. But yeah, I think I think Hangman seems like the logical choice. Um, they've been building this for so long that he's definitely going to at least threaten to take the belt off Kenny at some point this year. I just hope, part of me just hopes that whenever it happens that they have a full house for when Hangman wins the belt because I think, he, des- I think he, he, deserve- he and he deserves it, I think. Yeah, definitely. They, they, need, they need to have like the full house to really put it, put it over, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're my picks. Um Right, that's... wild card TN uh, uh, tight team tight champions at the end of this year. You heard it here first. Motor six machine guns. <laughs> Come on, mate. Bold. Tony Khan. Tony, Tony Khan's gonna Ooh. go full. Tony Khan's gonna go full mark and give me what I want. I um, mean, you didn't no, hear. I'm, 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 I'm changing my tag team pick the North because the contracts are up. Uh, Josh Alexander's contract's up in September. That gives him enough time to debut, win the belt of full gear. Um, especially with the TN, the uh, Impact uh, Talent Exchange. Um, it, it's expanded universe now, mate. We've got, we've got the whole, we've got, the whole mean, di- we got everything. Hey, we could be looking next year and here and like the fucking a card as the AW champion and all that. Yeah, we'll all see that madness. So join us in a year's time and see how wrong we are. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, before we go, Ben, where can we get some? Nice beer if we're not doing dry January. If you're not, if you want to do January, see what I did there. You can get, <laughs> you, can get you can get some cans with some Topper beer in them from topperbrewing.com. Um, not the biggest selection of them if you listen to this as it goes up, but we will have more very soon, I promise you. Awesome. Um, you can also get some cool beard, uh, appa- not apparel, uh, beard care things, brushes, uh, oils. I can't remember what else Troy says. Uh, at thatchface.com or the code Kaiser. It's one or the other. I can't remember. Just Google um, Facts. Just do Google for Facts. And if you use um, the code TroyXL85. Thank you. Get in there. Be tasty. Get a little, Aaron, get a little, get a little bonus. Where can they find us on. Ben off, you know? Yeah. Where can they find us on social media and uh, YouTube and Twitch? Social media, YouTube, Twitch. If you go to Facebook or YouTube, you can get us on. Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and if you go to Twitch or Twitter, get us at Untitled Pod. Thank you very much. Uh, Happy New Year, guys! Thanks Happy for joining year. us. 
We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Things Jerry Lawler says in commentary. What do we tell you about this shit? 